Hey everybody, welcome back to You're Wrong. Say, Matt, what is everybody wrong about today? Well, Luciano, everyone's wrong about the Apple versus Epic or the Apple, Ep, sorry, Epic, Apple. I don't know what company Apple is, but the Epic versus Apple um, sort of fight. And I, Google's in there, but I don't think they're really a central focus. They just happen to also ban Epic. But we're focusing on the Epic versus Apple thing because everyone thinks, you know, that Epic's right because um, they're fighting for the little guy or Apple's right because it's their store and they get to do what they want. But the reality is, is that they're both wrong. Um, I know you're all shocked to hear that we think something is wrong on this podcast. Never um, happened before. Yeah, I know. This is the first time I'm, I'm shocked as well. Um, but the reality is, is that they are both companies that have a very gray sort of color to them and how they operate. Um, like you know, we, dark gray, you mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Like, like listing towards black, but you know, <laughs> you know, the, 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 what happened? So, so for people who don't know a really high level, uh, coverage of what happened was Epic decided that they were going to offer people the ability to pay for um, things or sorry, to buy currency for Fortnite within their apps, both on the iOS and Android stores. Um, and what they did is, is not only did they offer to buy directly from them, they also discounted it to, I think it was that 12% or sorry, gave them 20% off. I think it was um, thereby sort of incentivizing them to buy directly from Epic, so they didn't have to pay that you know industry standard thirty percent to to Apple, uh, and Apple and Google both opted to ban Fortnite from from the stores. Did I cover everything? Yeah, I think so. I mean, as uh, from a high level, yeah. So, like, let me just say for myself that I think what like there any any company that size is probably has a lot of shady shit going on first of all but beyond that um we know that you know not only in this but you know even with uh basecamp and hey.com that that email yep. service they had the same sort of deal apparently hey is back so that's good but right. but um apple when it comes to when it comes to its own devices especially the phones and the, and the the tablets they're draconic in terms of this is ours and we control it even though it's a it's a you know a device you buy yeah so it's not new right so that's the first thing so and apple like all companies mostly they all ha they have good things and bad things right and and in this case this is apple's really bad thing on the other hand you know as we were were talking about this during the week uh, you know epic made Unreal Engine free, and you go, oh, what, how, what, how's that's bad? Well, I mean, yeah. how do you compete with free, right? And so, I think that this are the, like my take on this from a sort of overhead view, and we'll dig into this. Is this this is two shit companies fighting each other, and I think that we can benefit from this, we as the consumer. So, okay, that is, I think, the only real positive spin to put in this. Yeah, I think I think that's very fair. I think, you know, if depending on how this plays out long term, there could be benefits for all of us. You know, uh, to get into the grayness of Unreal as an example, the people who are pursuing this, you know, like you said, the the dark side is that they they've released basically it's not free. It's like a hundred bucks, I think, for for the Unreal Engine, but the royalties they make off of it don't start kicking in until like, I think the first million or so. And that sounds like a great deal for the game companies, but it is anti-competitive uh, practices because a company like Unity, for example, who does a lot of work uh, with their game engine, can't offer something as low as that. Epic's bankrolling this all off the back of Fortnite. Um, yeah. And so that is, that's a great thing. That's bad for gaming. You don't want someone to, to force competition out of the, the market because the long-term effects are all of a sudden Epic decides, well, there's no competition, so now you're going to have to pay us 30% royalty on the first million dollars, like maybe some other companies have happened to do. So, yeah, so not, that... not only that, but it like when you don't have competition, you discourage innovation, right? When, yes. when you have to be better than everybody else, then you go after making things better and improving what you already have and that kind of stuff. Look and... at every, 
look at basically every sports game that yeah. you have right now. Yeah. It's a perfect example of lack of competition. Exactly. Yeah. Like and the one I the one I know the best about is soccer games, right? And even though you have Pro Evolution Soccer, which is a good game, it's still like so hard to compete with EA. So yeah. yeah you you don't want a monopoly, not just because you know you let one private entity control the market basically, and you know, we're the ones getting the shaft, probably we and, and the the, the smaller companies that want to make use of it, but also there's going to be a like stagnation, right? Mm-hmm. Definitely. You're not going to try. Um, and, and so that is a bad thing Epic's done, but, and, and this is, we don't have enough time probably on this podcast to get into this, but Epic opening up the Epic store and offering to charge only 12% to game companies that sell their games through there and, and having exclusives to that store. Um, it, pissed off a lot of gamers for reasons that were never quite clear to me but that is generally a good thing if they're putting more money back into these developers especially when you talk about indie or small developers you know not getting an extra 18 percent back is is huge you know, huge it could be the difference between being profitable or not so yeah. so i think that's something they did that yes they're they get 12 percent uh of the, the revenue so they get a benefit there but they're also trying to pass benefits on to other people. And that's that's a good way to run a business in general is if, if you're giving something where both sides win, that's great. So so Epic kind of fits into that 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 gray to dark gray scenario. It, now, if we get back to the the root of the issue here, we all have to, the first thing we have to point out, I think, is that Epic isn't doing this just because it's the right thing to do. No, God, no. <laughs> right? <laughs> God, no. Not no. even close. Epic's yeah. doing this because they don't want to give away 30% of their money. Yeah. And it's different. Let's just comparing to, like I said, to Basecamp. It's it's a different thing in that, you know, um, the price is supposed to be the same for everything, right? With hate. Yeah. It's $99 a year, period. Doesn't matter what you do with it. And then Apple wanted to charge from, hey, from Basecamp, 30% off of that, right? It's ludicrous because that means one of their biggest markets, which is would be iOS um, uh, iOS devices, would, uh, like, would bring them the least amount of money. So that's yeah. different from this, where they're offering in-game purchases... Right, and they wanted yes. to skip the whole thing. And while I don't agree with Apple's take on you have to go through them and you have to give them thirty percent, Epic yeah. isn't doing this to say, "Look, we're standing up for the little guy." Fuck no, not even close. Yeah. So, so that's that's one important part, and and I I, I don't know if you know, maybe you can explain to everybody, because because there are scenarios with the Apple Store, and this is where Apple Apple's true fuckery exist in the apple store right now is um the idea that they don't enforce their rules consistently um you know talking about something like you know you can buy um uh kindle books books yeah. on kindle and it doesn't go through that that 30 percent reduction right yeah same with netflix you can subscribe to netflix directly through the app and there's it doesn't go through that at all so there, there was some talk about it being, um, uh, you know, if there's a physical good or whatever. But then this breaks down to like, what's the physical good in Fortnite coins? Like, are, are is Epic mailing coins to people's places? No. Yeah. So it's it's very, it's very money hungry. I mean, it's Apple. Of course, it's money hungry, <laughs> but it's it's very greedy in that. Oh, look at how much money we can make off of this. Same thing with hey, yeah, right. And so it's like, yeah, if I don't think it's gonna make much money, or worse, if you know, if it's gonna drive people away from our devices, if I say, hey, if you want to subscribe to Netflix through through our phones, now you're gonna have to pay more, or you know, yeah, you know, Netflix would take the app away. They're like, okay, no, then, then then let's not do that, right? And honestly, the problem that I have with this is the whole monopoly stance because you can argue that an indie game developer, like you were saying, 
uh, they have to put their game in some store nowadays. It's hard yep. for them to sell it. Like they could, but they it's hard for them to sell it, um, like just on their own, right? It's, it, you have to set up the whole uh, e-commerce part of things and all that. Um, but then that that has a, a major difference. Actually, a few major differences. First of all, for the first thing is they don't have to. If they really truly want to be independent, they can be because Windows and you know Linux or whatever you want your game to run on, mm-hmm. you can just have software for it. You don't you don't you don't depend on some installer uh, specifically, sure. right? Yeah, you, and, you don't. Go ahead, go ahead. Well, I was saying you don't uh, yeah. have to have to do that stuff. But what about mobile only games? Yeah, so I mean, even on Android, you can kind of make a, a case for you don't really have to go to the Play Store, right? You can install things on Android. It's not as straightforward, but you can install things on Android uh, side loading or yep. directly with the APK or whatever. Yeah, right? like Samsung has its own yeah. store, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and even on Mac OS, I mean, you can just download software. Right, you don't have to go through the App Store on the Mac OS. Right, right, and and going back to the game stores, like even even like okay, so you have to go to a store because that's the most like profitable way or the the mo- the, the way that you're gonna get your stuff seen and downloaded and bought by the, the bigger number of people. You still have a bunch of stores to go through, and, and you know, hence your like your discussion about the Epic Store. I don't have a problem with a new store. I just didn't want another fucking launcher on my on my bar. Like I'm looking yeah. at my bar now. There's no space for icons anymore. Well, it's a thing, right? You have you have good old <laughs> games has a store. Ubisoft yep. has a launcher. Blizzard has a launcher. Steam has a launcher. Origin. Um, Origin has their own launcher. Yeah. So that uh, was so, my yeah. gripe with it. But not that the, is fair. Yeah, a new store is a good thing. Like I said, it just you know. If if enough games get sold on GOG or or Epic, where there's a, a lower a smaller cut, and we go buy them there, first first you're supporting the 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 dev company more because you know you're giving them more money, and you know it maybe in some you know utopian future it will cause Steam to lower that, right? And yeah. the the sort of the comparison I want to make is. If you want your shit to run on iOS or iPadOS, you have to go through the App Store. You have no choice, no other choice, right? And mm-hmm. I was arguing with Fran about this the other day. Um, the problem, not arguing, it's just having a discussion because he agrees. But like, it's it's one thing if you you know you create an app and or a game or whatever it is, and you're using the infrastructure of the app store to get your stuff monetized that's different that that entitles that company to a cut you're using infrastructure you're using you know the service blah blah blah, blah. i don't know if 30 percent seems a bit steep but like let's let's leave that alone at least in that case sure you know you're using the infrastructure make you it's the same thing with steam right but in the case of fortnite they don't need that that structure Right, they 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 can just do it through whatever they do it already. Yes, and that is my problem with the, oh, you've it's it's sort of like a kid with a ball who's the owner of the ball, and then you go down to to the playground to play, and you start winning, and they go, no, you can't win when it's my ball, and they take it and go away. That's what Apple's doing, basically. Yeah, because because the thing we haven't talked about with Apple, but I think is important to to recognize here too is they don't allow anything on their platform that that would allow someone else to make money, right? So uh, Microsoft announced xCloud and Apple says xCloud can't be on their system. Yeah. Uh, um, Google put out Stadia and you can't do anything with Stadia on on the uh, Apple store. Um, any of those sort of like game platforms that are, you know, kind of floating, not necessarily tied to a piece of hardware, Apple bans them all. Um, and yeah. And I'm not really sure the reason for that. I was just taking a quick look at xCloud. Um, but so to me, that is such an anti antithrust sort of smelly thing. It's like, oh, no, you can't have your store here because that way you're going to make money out of our device. And th- that's another problem with Apple. Like you buy an iPhone 
and and I'm you know I'm speaking from a guilty stance here because I have an iPhone and I have an iPad and I have a, a an Apple Watch because I like the products. You're a for monster. The technology. I am. I am a monster. Okay. Right? But but Apple has this sort of weird view on. Yeah, you bought our phone. You paid however many thousands of dollars, but it's still ours, even though it's yours and even though you paid for it. It's still like we control it, right? Yeah. And and their excuse for this is so shit. It's like, oh, we want to make sure that it's safe. We want to make sure that it's, you know, uh, curated, which is bullshit, <laughs> first of all, <laughs> yeah. on both accounts. Like, sure, it, there is some curation and, you know, less tech-savvy people are better off in the long run from being able to only get stuff from a curated source. The last thing I want is someone like my mom, who isn't the most tech-savvy person, uh, you know, just downloading crap to her phone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But like, um, but that comes with, you know, yeah, we want to make you safe. So then, you know, just like, um, just like Epic did, they made a comparison with 1984. It's like, yeah, we want you to be safe. So we're going to tell you how to think. That's basically what they're doing with with their with their platform yeah you know i think you've nailed it on the head they are they've gone from being a company and that commercial is a great example right of of we're fighting against the man to being the man and and i think that happens to every every entity that becomes starts out as a small company becomes a large company that's going to happen to you to some degree but but they still are trying to maintain that they are fighting the good fight for the little guy while, you know, as you said, either antitrust or operating in a monopoly um, standpoint and, and trying to say they're protecting us, but then not applying their rules consistently across the board. Yeah, that's know? another thing. Yeah, you're right. It's like, yeah, we protect you when it's interesting for us because we make money. Otherwise, fuck you. Just, you know, <laughs> like, how, how is that a good stance for a company to take? It's not, the, it's not what you want a company you're... you're you're uh, giving your money to to be operating yeah. like, because because if you you should be able to own an iPhone and and use things if you pay for them right like you should be able to use xCloud to stream games to your phone if that's what you want to do um, and and so when it comes to Apple you can see why it's really easy to jump on on the bandwagon of yeah Epic go get them and I think the thing I would caution people on with that one is. Look at it like this. So when Epic came out and said, "Hey, we're going to sue you, Apple, because you're not looking out for the for the little man," and I think you sent me this article from Mac Rumors, and and one of the things you know Tim Sweeney says is he's quoted as saying, "At the most basic level, we're fighting for the freedom of people who bought smartphones to install apps from sources of their choosing, oh, uh, the freedom for yeah. creators of apps to distribute them as they choose, and the freedom for both groups to do business directly." I mean, it sounds great, Tim, but also. You know who else is on his side is is Spotify, and Spotify is the company that uh, basically pays people like point zero percentage of pennies every time a song is streamed. So, you know, let's pump our brakes and acting like you know they're doing us all a favor because these companies have their own best interests at heart. Spotify certainly. If they wanted to, they could put more money in artists' pockets, but they don't because they want to be profitable. And I, I would be very surprised if if this fight nets more money to Spotify or to Epic if that money automatically flows to the people it needs to flow to. They've never said that's going to happen. They're using that as as a shield to to protect from the thing they're actually trying to accomplish, which is getting more money. And I'll be very curious to see if if Apple gives special dispensation to companies like Epic and, and Spotify to not be charged 30%. If Epic will keep fighting or if they'll be like, eh, no, we're, good we're good now. Yeah. Yeah. So the reason why I sent you that, that article specifically, it's because it has a timeline, which I thought it was interesting. So you and I both work in software development, right? Not the same kind, but still. Yeah. So it was back in the middle of June. So all like literally, Two months ago to the day, June 16th, when, yep. you know, the that Tim Sweeney started talking shit about the App Store, right? Oh, you know, it's protect, protect only profit, not device security. And, you know, opening up iOS and, and Android 
as you know truly open platforms with blah 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 all that kind of shit that he says and, and you go why is he talking about that then and and I'm here to tell you that he's he started talking about this shit in June because this was it's not like they decided they were gonna you know do what they did that caused Fortnite to be pulled from the App Store, which is the direct uh, payment option for the uh, the in-game currency V Bucks. Yeah. I fucking hate that name too V Bucks. Anyway, yeah, let's and, not go down there. Yeah, and and so. They did this on August 13th, this this past Thursday from when we're recording this. And I can guarantee you that he started talking smack about the App Store because he knew that this was going to happen. And he started talking about it two months ago when the you know they were like, oh, we're good to release this. Yeah, so then let, let me start talking shit so that we can build a precedent. So for him to, to start talking smack almost every week it looks or every other week about about the monopoly that Apple has and locking it down and crippling the ecosystem, all that shit that he said. Um, you know, and then he comes to the to the to that statement that he released where he's like, oh, we're fighting for the little guy and the freedom of people. Fuck you, Tim Sweeney. <laughs> like, who do you think you're fooling? It's it, it, he's he's donning this, you know, fall shiny armor. To, to say he's fighting for the little guy when he's fighting for the bucks in his pocket. It's bullshit. It's it's convenient that he's also fighting for the little guy, and I'm sure that's part of their messaging. I'm, it's giving them the ability to to leverage that. But, you know, it's it's being driven by his his want to get more money in his pocket. It's I mean, that's pretty transparent, right? The fact yeah. that they, they did the thing they did to put uh, V-Bucks available through... Not only just through their own system, but also discounting it, so then people would want to go to them and buy it, not going through Apple's system. You know that that tells you that their main goal here is to put more money in their pockets. At which, you know, on on one hand, fine, that's what all businesses do. But but the blatancy of them being like, well, this is for the little guy, this is for everybody. It it kind of I don't trust them, right? I think what it comes down to it's not yeah. it's not necessarily hollow because they have done stuff like open the epic you know game store and they are giving 12 percent, so or only charging 12 percent. so it's not completely hollow it's just that i don't trust him because we know his true motives and there's no reason to believe that his true motives won't win out it's, it's the same thing with the game store the game store yes it gives people 18 percent back but he's also collecting twelve percent instead of Steam collecting that twelve percent, right? So it's not like it's not like he's done anything altruistically. He's just done things competitively. Which honestly, like that's why we expect from like decent companies. Like we, it's you know, as much as we would like to live in this world of you know rainbows and unicorns and white lilies of you know everybody just does things for the betterment of society. It, that's not how capitalism works, and not you know, even for, close. Yeah. For better or worse, this is what we do, and I don't, I don't think it's wrong. And we've argued about this in a, in a from a different angle, but I don't think it's wrong for people to make money. I just think it's wrong for people to one exploit people or in in you know things to to make that money, and two to try and sell that as some sort of an altruistic or you know uh, little guy fighting sort of championship shit. Like it's it's ridiculous, right? And th- this kind of plays into what I was talking about early uh, earlier is in that the only way that this can be good is if you know a company like Epic really does bring the fight to Apple because they have the money to do it and the, and the wherewithal to do it, right? Whereas Basecamp, as as successful as they are, they can't fight, no. right? And so. I think it's, like I said in the beginning, I think it's a good thing that they're fighting Apple on this because it's something that's needed, not because they're doing, quote unquote, the right thing. They're doing the thing, like you said, to you know line their pockets more with dollars. But yeah. if, if the outcome of that is that, you know, we have a less like monopolized, if that's a word, um, you know, way of getting apps into into an iPhone or an iPad. I'm all for it. We just can't see Epic Games as some sort of 
you know, champion of freedom and, and good morals and shit because they're not, right? The fact, the fact that they're discounting their, their V-Bucks on their platform as, an, as a way to incentivize people not to go to the other one, that, that can actually be seen as anti-competition as well, mm-hmm. right? Just like yep. making um, Unreal Engine almost free. Right. So the question I the question I wanted to ask you was, what do you think Epic would need to do to make you get on board with with them and say yes, they're fighting the good fight? Well, I mean, in regards to this, I like I don't know. Um, kind of that boat has sailed, I think. Um, maybe going forward, if they they start, you know, fighting, let's say for I don't know fighting for other companies is right to, even when they don't have a stake in it, if they start getting into the conversation, maybe that'll swing my my thoughts a little bit more positively in their direction. Mm-hmm. But right now, the, 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 the final kind of nail in the coffin for me, uh, or on the coffin for me, is the, that he started talking shit about Apple, Tim Sweeney did, two months ago. Mm-hmm. clearly as a prelude to doing what they did right it's it's not like if they did it and then they were like oh we didn't know that actually that would have been worse because <laughs> of course they knew <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's fair yeah so i don't know i i this is like the blizzard thing with blitzchung right is you can't like one instance of something is is not uh like a, a killing blow or a death knell for something, but like you have to come out of it. Right. And just, mm-hmm. Oh, we're not going to do this anymore. Isn't enough. So <clears throat> I don't know. Like you said, Spotify siding with, with them isn't a big endorsement in my, in my view, in terms of, you know, Spotify, like you said, also isn't the greatest with, you know, sharing, sharing the profits or sharing the success with the yeah. artists. So I don't know. Do you have anything that you can think of specifically that that Epic could do to say, okay, now they're not just being greedy motherfuckers; they're actually, you know, fighting for <laughs> for a good cause. I mean, they're not going to stop being greedy motherfuckers, but yeah. I think they need more transparency in what they're trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Right now, you know, that quote I read, they just—it's very generic, right? It's very altruistic. It's like we want everybody to be able to install everything all the time, everywhere, and. While there's a good conversation to be had about is Apple restricting access to the iOS store and, and Android or the sorry the iOS platform uh, monopolistic? Where does the monopoly lie there? You know that's a big that that's the the crux of the legal conversation they're going to be having, and I think it's going to be a very fascinating conversation. You know to 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 try to define if it's their device. And it's their store. Is it illegal that no one else can put things on their device? I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. I'd love to hear more about how that would work out legally. But stepping away from that, if you look at Epic, what they're asking for is, <clears throat> excuse me, maybe they should be asking for a very specific thing, right? Like, can they ask for variable percentage charge based on, you know, maybe it's based on the amount of income you make off the, you know, you sell. And maybe it could be a slotting percentage that says the more you sell, the more Apple takes, you know, which sounds weird on the one hand. But if you think about it, if you're trying to look out for the little guy, if you only sell $10,000 of, of goods on the Apple store, only paying 10% is great versus paying 30% on the first 10,000 and then getting less the more you sell. Because really you as a small independent company would want to get early money and then pay more later. So maybe it's something like that. Maybe it's something where, you know, there are clearly outlined rules for if you're selling an app versus if you're selling a service versus if you're selling uh, physical goods that are consistently applied across all devices. If they if they were very articulate and or specific in what they're asking for, I could get on board. But right now they're asking for something that I don't even think is possible. Like Apple's never going to have to let you put everything on their system for free and make no money. That's not going to happen. So what, what Tim Sweeney's asking for is, is a little far fetched. I'm sure it's legal posturing, but it's it, to me, it's kind of asinine to be like, you should be able to install everything you ever want all the time because that's just not going to fly 
legally. Yeah. So to some extent, conceptually too, because as much as we think of, you know, phones and tablets and stuff, especially tablets, but even phones, they're yep. not just phones anymore. They're pocket computers. Oh, definitely. And when you think of a computer, you say, I just want to install whatever the hell I want on my computer. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, but, but uh, Apple is going to forever argue that it's not a computer. It's a smartphone. And, you know, there's a difference and blah, blah, blah. So even before it goes to some sort of a legal sort of standpoint, even from it, it, like it is their IP in all sorts of senses, right? It's Mm -hmm. their technology. Yes, I'm buying a device and it technically should be mine to do with, with, you know, however, you kind of can if you have the knowledge to do it. But I used to jailbreak my phone. Right before, but, but yeah, it's, it's, I think you're right in that it's far-fetched because it would, it would mean that Apple would have to go, oh, okay. So for the next version of iOS, we're going to introduce a possibility of you just downloading something and installing it, which they're never going to do. I don't see doing it. Like that, as you've described before, the idea that you, you have a curated experience is part of the selling point. And so if you're then trying to take away that that competitive advantage or that selling point for them, they're going to put up a big stink. And they're not necessarily going to be wrong. It One of the things when you look at a monopoly is, are there options or is there collusion? And and there are options. You're not required to buy an iOS phone. You can buy, yeah. you can buy an Android-based phone. And there's a number of different sort of Android flavors that have been taken and, and you know, made tailored uh i'm thinking of the one plus as an example and i even think huawei also also does that with the android platform so there are options but but once you buy once you buy the iphone then you have no more options so is that a monopoly because you you bought the phone and you bought you bought the hardware and now there's only one option for for software on it i i don't know that's yeah a really interesting question I think it's hard to argue Monopoly when, like you said, you have other options. It's not like that's the only phone you can have, right? So can you even argue with Monopoly? You can say it's anti-competitive, but not really a, mon- a Monopoly or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't know. It's it's the, the problem that I have with the way that, that things are going right now, as far as I see on social media, the little that I check, um, and this is why I thought it was a good idea to talk about this, was your original point in seeing, uh, oh, you know, Epic is being the good guy and Apple's being the, the bad, evil villain. Uh, no, this is this is two villains fighting each other. <laughs> and it just so happens that one of the villains seems to be fighting for a point that would benefit more people, right? And like even, uh, you know, we're talking here about Ap- Epic, versus apple but like even google removed fortnite from the play store yep right and and you know google you know lately you can't really say that they are the company that they were back when they were founded and they said you know do no evil that kind of stuff that's kind of out the window already yeah they stopped talking about that long ago yeah but but google tends to be more open in general with their stuff than apple ever ever was or ever will be really yep. i think that is their sort of positioning they are they're the open source platform quote unquote and i'm listen that's not necessarily true but for the simplicity of it that's what it is yeah it's much more open and so if even they removed the i actually didn't read about that part i know they did it but i only saw the headline but mm-hmm. if they removed fortnite from the play store then why why did they do that what was the basis for that you know so this is gonna be a weird example, but I think it'll it'll make sense once I get to the end of it. Um, when it comes to copyright infringement, um, companies need to basically protect their copyright or the trademarks. Yeah. And so for a while there in video games, the the Red Cross symbol was the de facto standard for health packs and in, in games, and and the Red Cross was forced to defend their copyright and sue these companies because if they didn't then they would lose their copyright. So it wasn't necessarily that they don't want that relationship to be made. You know, in some ways, having Health Pack connected to the Red Cross is probably a, a positive association. Um, but you're forced to defend your your trademarks and your copyrights 
or otherwise you you lose them and, and they go away. And I'm wondering if if that's what Google's doing to some degree is if you expect everybody else to pay 30% uh, of 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 their purchase purchases made to you, you can't not ban mm. Fortnite when I they try to mean. circumvent that system. You create a precedent that you can't walk away from. Because then it all goes to shit and then you have no way, no like, I think Google's done a better job of having set rules than Apple has. But if you don't do that, then your rules are forfeit and now you have, you know, a wolf in the hen house and chaos everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, I think I see what you mean and I agree. Yeah, it's, they're sort of like not wanting to set a precedent to, oh, but you, because this is another thing that, that Sweeney said, right? Tim Sweeney said, right? Like oh, um, Apple is saying that Epic wants special dispensation or a special deal when they're actually doing this for other companies like Amazon with Prime Video and that kind of stuff. Yeah, which is fair. It's a fair criticism of Apple's position, right? This is the problem with this whole situation: is this is a pile of shit. Like this is two piles of shit of slightly different color. Basically, this is how I see it, right? And and it's just you know, say Epic sort of wins this. Right, it sets a precedent that's actually bad, in some sense. Just like you put it, because then, if Apple and Epic go to actual legal battle, and at some point some some judge says no, you know, Apple has to allow this to happen, blah 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 blah. Now, yeah. now there's a precedent for them to kind of do their shady anti-competitive shit on their of their own within someone else's platform, which is what they're doing. <clears throat> Again, I know I said this, but you know, discounting the thing that you're selling in order to discourage you from buying from wherever it is that you would. And mm -hmm. I bet you that buying from directly from the App Store is probably more convenient even for for an iOS user because of the integration with Apple Pay and all that stuff. Yeah. Right? And you know, that's that's anti-competitive and that's like you said, that's allowing the wolf in the hen house and saying, you know what, just you know, go 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 sit by that hand because she's slow. So you know that's it, it's basically, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's, <laughs> it's not just opening the door. It's saying, you know, that one has been fat for a while. That that one has the most meat in it. I don't know. This this is all shit, basically. <laughs> I, I get what you're saying, and this this comes down to me. I want uh, Epic to to find what they're looking for because because you're right. If 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 Epic gets what they want, all it's going to happen is. If you're a big enough company and you can negotiate with Apple, you can negotiate them down percentages to, to whatever you guys agree upon. But it doesn't solve the fundamental problem and, and the thing Epic's saying they're trying to fix, which is the small guy. Because the small guy, Basecamp is a great example because Basecamp isn't even necessarily small. I don't know if they're medium, but they are a known name and are a successful business. They couldn't do anything. Yeah. And, and they weren't able to take Apple to court. But they're the ones that could benefit the most if there was a set infrastructure that said, these are the percentages you pay, these are the reasons why. And and I don't know if we know this, but this question's always been in my brain. And it, it really pops up in a stronger way when we talk about restaurants and Uber Eats and, and Skip the Dishes. But why is it 30%? Where did that number come from? Because it's, yeah. it's an aggressive number. If you think if you're a restaurant and you got to pay 30% of your gross on food to Uber Eats, like maybe it's not 30%, but like it seems to me restaurant, restaurant, being a restaurateur or restauranting is expensive as it is. And now you're giving away a large percentage to some people who just deliver your food for you. Like it's the same thing as gaming. Like you do all this work, you build this game. Why do you have to give up 30% to sell your thing? Yeah, and I I think we can, and we don't we're not gonna have time to do that now, but we can probably do that later. Um, yep. um, but you could argue, like I said earlier, that at least you know a restaurant using you know DoorDash or Uber Eats or Skip the Dishes or what have you, or even Ritual, which is a different sort of you know. Yeah. Um, at least you're using something. You're using their software uh, as a service. That you're using you know the the ease of getting paid directly that other kind of stuff 30 percent sounds like a giant number i don't know how how much it is exactly for the food delivery stuff but the problem here and especially with Basecamp and hey was that there was no need to use any infrastructure other than hosting the the app on the app store 
<clears throat> and then you might say, um, well, isn't that using the infrastructure? And I would say, yeah, but they have no other choice. And, and that's yeah. where the problem with that monopoly, quote unquote, lies. Yes, I think <clears throat> you've nailed that. That is the huge problem. Yeah. So, so then if I don't want to give you the money for using your infrastructure, because I'm not fucking using your infrastructure. <laughs> yeah. How do I do that? <laughs> oh, you can't. Well, then th this is why I was like, it, it was much more cut and dry sort of positioning when it was Basecamp versus Apple. Because like, yeah, Apple's being a shitbag. Yep. And, and, you know, Basecamp has no other choice but to offer it on the App Store, right? Here with Epic, yes, they don't have any other way of offering Fortnite on the iOS for, uh, um, you know, without using the App Store, I mean. Mm -hmm. but, but then they go on top of that, they, you know, do the thing that they're not supposed to do. And then Apple, with their double standard, says, no, no, you guys are going to make way too much money for us to allow this to happen, which is wrong. But then they go, not only are we going to do this, but we're going to actually make it discounted so that people are not even thinking about buying from you. And then you go, yeah. okay, how can I defend your position in this if you're also being a shitbag? <laughs> that's, that's just it, right? It's not yeah. just like, hey, you can buy directly from us at the same price. It's come buy from us because you'd be an idiot if you didn't. Yeah. Fuck those guys. We're right. But are you right? <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it's, it's a very confusing argument, really, they're trying to make um, when they do that. And uh, the only other thing I would add, that I guess, is in maybe Epic's favor versus Apple's is, you know, there's an argument to be made that people buying V-Bucks through the Apple Store aren't even using them on the Fortnite game in the ios setting right because that that money your account transfers from device so that money could be purchased on the ios store but then actually you know used on on a pc yeah and so why should why should apple be involved for 30 percent if if the their argument is well you're you're buying something to use on our device when the truth is that that's not always the case yeah that's a good point you know, it's, uh, it, it goes through the app store, so it has to. We have to get our cut. Why? Yeah. Like ima imagine a situation where I don't know if this is how it works, but it, I mean, it could potentially be. You know, um, we're you know at work or whatever. Whenever you know people can be in the same place together again, and sure. we're talking we're talking about Fortnite, and you t and you show me. Oh, you know, I don't play Fortnite, but imagine I did, and you say, "Oh, look, there's a new skin set." Blah 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 blah. Right. Yep. And I go, oh, I don't want to forget this. I'm just going to pop it open here, buy it now and mm -hmm. use it when I play it at home. Yeah. What? Why did I need the device other than to open the app? That was it. Yeah. Right. So is that worth 30 percent? Like, come on. It's, yeah. it's it's ludicrous. Right. So, yeah, I think I think you, you that, that was a very, very interesting. Uh, I hadn't thought of that. But yeah, it, it doesn't even go through the uh, it just made me more mad now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well that, that's that's the base camp, camp argument right the base camp argument yeah, for is sure. you never like you don't ever have to use this application but you have to pay for it through yeah the, you, the 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 yeah. argument that they made was that you know you can't have a new email client or a new email service and not offer it on the ios store like it's just yeah. not gonna fly right which is Be right yeah yeah it is yeah and so that goes Back to the monopoly question, right? Like, well, anti-competitive. That's what I was going to say. It, sure. You, can, you still can claim yeah. you you still can claim monopoly, but like, how does a company create a new service and actually make it profitable and make it you know reach everywhere when you're cutting that big of a of a user base because you can't sell it on or can put it on the on the app store because apples are being being greedy money bastards? Right? I, I don't know. It's no, that's that's very valid because you you look at when Microsoft tried to do it with the Windows platform and and. You know, again, there's an argument to say that that the the hardware and and the software is Apple. But you know, if you take the hardware out of, out of it for a second and and don't count the iPhone, and you just say look at iOS. Microsoft tried all sorts of crazy shit to to sort of restrict competitive stuff on on Windows, right? Like trying to install only Windows or sorry, only uh, Internet Explorer as an example, and and the EU just slapped them all kinds of silly for doing yep. that. Yeah, they and, did. And and that is a very 
close parallel to what Apple is attempting to do with a lot of these things. Yeah, the the argument is slightly different in that, you know, uh, the anti-competitive thing with Microsoft was that they were sort of making a combined sale, right? That's what they call it, I think, in English. English is hard sometimes. Um, But like, you're buying Windows and, uh, oh, look, you don't need another browser. Just use Mm -hmm. ours, right? And, And if you try to open any links, it would go straight to, uh, you know, Internet Explorer, all that kind of shit, right? And and the yeah. EU really slapped them back hard. And I know that they are, uh, I don't know how successful they've been, but I know there have been many complaints about the App Store uh, in the EU as well uh, because of the whole anti-competitive thing of, you know, mm-hmm. we you have to allow other things. No, you don't because it's our IP, blah, blah, blah. And then the EU says, oh, you know, antitrust, that kind of stuff. I don't know. Um, I hope, just in my closing sort of thoughts with this, I hope that something good for us, the consumers, comes out of this. But I don't want to see people consider Epic as some sort of a knight in shiny armor for the little guy and for the consumer because they're not being... If you're listening to this and you take one thing away that we're saying here is Epic is just another shade of shit. They might be on our side now because we have common interests, and it, but it's almost kind of like the enemy of my enemy in this case here. Don't think that Epic is being a good guy because they're not. I think that's a, a very apt and almost perfect corollary. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. I think that's exactly where Epic is is lying right now. Yeah. Epic, Epic, Epic is in a unique position because they could become the champion of the little guy if they tell us what they're going to do. And those things they're going to do are going to benefit the little guy. But they haven't said it. They've said all the flowery, easy things you can say to sort of give us the impression that they're doing it for that. But they haven't said anything concrete or or with some gravitas, which is basically saying concrete. But nevertheless, <laughs> um, they haven't they haven't said anything meaningful with what with what they've proposed or what they're saying why they're doing this. And that's yeah. to me that's the big red flag. Is just coming after, right? It was like, oh, we made this because we want more money. And, oh, no, no, wait, wait. Um, yeah, we are trying to help the little guy too. Money is just, you know, it just happens sometimes. You know, it's so much bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's so many things that, and this is, we can talk about this topic forever, but like there's so many things Epic could do right now if they wanted to show they cared about the little guy. More than just, you know, giving the brakes on, on using their engines. It could be even, you know, I don't know what, but like giving money to indie development studios, helping them finish things, helping them get resources, things that don't obviously draw a straight line between them and their pocketbook yeah. are the things we're looking for. Apple can do the same thing if they wanted to. Apple could Apple could do so many things to chop this you know, off at the head and not turn it into a Hydra if they wanted to, but they don't seem to care. They want to build their walled you know, garden and and live in it and you know my final point on this is i 100 percent believe this is happening they're defending it this way because of the clown that's in the white house because he's so pro monopolistic business practices that they're going to go down this avenue until you know it's not even his fault it's just the u.s government's been like this for 20 30 years until the u.s government actually starts breaking up companies and enforcing the rules around monopoly any competitive uh, attitudes this is always going to happen well if that's the case then we're you know that 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 was that's what bothers me the most is that you know they can make a decision inside some other country and shaft the entire world almost that's that's really the problem i agree with you there's there's some definitely definite like politics sort of uh prism to this and and it, that that would be another 30 minutes so you know let's leave yeah. that for another time but yeah I think I think it's if we if the only thing we can do is stop rewarding those people with our wallets, and I can say for myself I'm not good at that. Uh, I'll totally do a mea culpa here, and I I still buy Apple stuff. And I was gonna say, you know, Apple could you said Apple could do the same thing to the little guy. At least Apple is consistent, and they say, nah, no, we don't care. We just want money, right? Yeah, they're not bullshitting in that sense, whereas Epic is. And that's yeah. that's what you know brings them to some bad light as well. Yeah. But but yeah, I think until we 
we see some changes in the way that that you know the law around this exists it's going to be really hard to have anyone really be accountable like big companies like this that they, they usually call them like too big to fail right like banks yeah um these companies are never going to actually see down downsides or drawbacks or you know actual consequences to this anti-competitive you know scummy unscrupulous unscrupulous shit that they do until that change happens all right i'm sad ah you know why be sad because i you know i i was seeing this more as a positive in terms of at least there's you know two sharks fighting and maybe the little fish are not going to get bothered but it's it's harder than that it's not as clear cut as that unfortunately no nothing ever is unfortunately yeah um, it'll be curious to see how this grows um and you know i will say this to to give us a glimmer of hope if anything can be brought out of this if if we can get away from the idea that everybody wants 30 percent to host this, your stuff on their platform it might cut back on the rash of businesses having to build their own platform because that's that's the driver right it's if i'm ubisoft um i'm oh, a big enough company too. i'm a big enough company that that i want you play because yeah. i don't want to give away 30 percent, and i'm big enough that you have to install my stuff because you want to play my games and and i think that's that's the, one of the fundamental challenges here is if ubisoft only had to pay man i don't know 10 percent, 5 percent. i bet you they wouldn't have bothered building their own stupid store and stupid launcher because it wouldn't have been worth it to them. But at 30%, you're damn right it was worth it to them. Yeah. And and I, the another positive that I'm seeing, I remember when I was playing Dragon Age 2 and suddenly it disappeared from Steam because that's when Origin was coming out. And yep. and I and I was like, "Oh, come on." Like I could still play it because I had the game. But now I'm seeing, you know, when I installed uh what was it? A Jedi um in order yeah and i was like wait a minute i can install this from steam and then it, steam and origin i now have this sort of combined thing where you combine one and register in the other or mm-hmm. and open from each so that is a positive to me like yes this is still two big giants petting each other in the back but at least they're giving me the consumer some options there yeah. so that's sort of the, easy exactly is that yeah. that's kind of the sort of the kind of thing that i want to see right I'm not saying stop having profits. I'm not saying stop making money. I'm just saying, you know, don't be a dirtbag about it. Or at least be less of a dirtbag about it. Yeah. Don't be a dick. Yeah, don't be a dick. It's <laughs> yeah, a good way. All On right. that note. Yeah, I think that's all the time we have for, for this topic. I think we've beaten it like to a death horse. And bad yeah. and back. Yeah, yeah. And back again. Yeah. Um, so if you'd like to contact either of us, um, you're welcome to do so you can send an email to your wrongcast at gmail.com as you know you should know how to spell your um in order to contact us so good luck with that uh for now i'm matt and i'm luciano and we're here to tell you that you can always have your opinion but uh, you know you're wrong right yeah we'll talk to you next time <laughs>